the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following show may be pre-recorded. AM 1160. Coming up this hour, we're joined by our friends at Decision Point, bringing hope to students around the country. You're listening to The Common Good. It is. I think it's Wednesday right now, Wednesday evening. It's beautiful outside. It's starting to feel like fall, and we are so glad that you're with us. My regular co-host, Brian Fromm, is out enjoying a baseball game with his son today. And so I am thrilled to welcome my friend Mark Hobson of Decision Point, a ministry and organization that I cannot wait to tell you more about. Mark, thanks so much for being here with us today. Aubrey, good to be here. Thanks for having us. Oh, we are so thrilled to have you. So Brian and I are so passionate about Decision Point because you are really leading on the front lines of pouring into students here in the Chicago area and all around the country, equipping and empower them, empowering them to share their gospel, to share the gospel with their friends. And I think that there is no greater thing to be a part of. And so, I, Mark, I want to hear all about you, why you're a part of Decision Point, and more about the organization. So I'm just going to hand things over to you. Hey, thanks for having us. We certainly share your passion, Aubrey, for getting the gospel to the next generation, and really believe that equipping students to share the gospel peer-to-peer on campus in their public schools is a just an incredibly strategic and timely uh, mission to be a part of. That's right. Um, as to your question about why I decided to get involved with this, I, I joined 19 years ago as a uh, college student about a year after we were founded as an organization. And, you know, I think the short story for me is my wife and I are both missionary kids. We both grew up overseas, uh, felt like God had called us to go into what we had thought was going to be overseas missions. But when I came back and went to college in the U.S. and started getting involved in high school evangelistic ministry here, Hmm. I was shocked by a couple of things. Uh, One, that so many students in America had never heard the gospel. Right. And to me, that was just, I don't know, call me naive, that was just a lot of news to get. We started talking to student after student who had never even heard John 3.16. Unbelievable. And and, and so we finally did a survey and found that of the thousand students that we surveyed, half of them told us they had never heard John 3.16. And out of those who said, yeah, I've heard it, we asked them another question, and half of them said, well, yeah, I've heard it, but nobody's ever taken the time to explain it to wow. me. Wow. And so, you know, sort of looking at that and thinking, I mean, we get, I went to college in California. We had 2 million high school students in California at the time. Mm. Well, you tell me like a million of them have never even heard the most basic verse in the Bible. Unbelievable. Maybe half a million of them have never had someone explain it to them. I mean, we've got to do better than that, yeah. you know? Um, and then I was just also really gripped by the opportunity, and I've always heard all the things that can't happen at public schools, but got involved in this mission and learned that students can share their faith, they can pass out Bibles, they can witness one-on-one, they can host large outreach events and invite the whole school to come, and, and then finally just seeing how God was at work. I, I was really moved one day 
to be in the high school gymnasium and see four or 500 students packed in at lunchtime, hearing the gospel from two of their peers, 17 years old, sharing their testimony, their faith in Christ, and inviting everybody in attendance to commit their life to following Christ. Unbelievable. And it was like an evangelistic just wave hit that school, the movement of the Spirit. And I was hooked to just think, man, if we could help students across America do what these students are doing right here at this campus, this could be a game changer. And so we'd really feel uh, honored to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, it is a game changer culturally, and it's a game changer generationally. It's a game changer for eternity as well. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking with Mark Hobson of Decision Point. He's the president of this incredible organization that seeks to empower and equip students to share the gospel with their peers. And you just said something, Mark, that I think is so crucial for us to unpack, because I think a lot of people have this concept that Christian students are not allowed to share the gospel in their schools. Can you talk about how Decision Point um, empowers students to actually make that happen, and and what is the what are the legalities around that? You know, it, yeah, it's, to- it's completely legal. Um, the good news is, two basic laws guarantee students have basically unlimited rights and opportunities to share their faith at a public high school or middle school, the first one, just the First Amendment, the, for the right to free mm, speech. Right. And students can, anytime a teacher's not talking, anytime they're not interrupting class, uh, they can share their faith freely. They can do that in homework assignments. They could do that in book reports. Uh, they can certainly do that through one-on-one conversations. Uh, they can share their faith freely with people uh, on campus. Uh, they can pray. Uh, the Supreme Court has even ruled that students have the right to pass out Bibles on campus as part of their First Amendment right, that giving out a gospel tract or a Bible is considered pure speech. Wow. And so administrators can't interfere with that. And then the second law that allows students just incredible access is as simply called the Equal Access Act that says that if one club can meet, all clubs can meet. Mm. And if one club can do it, all clubs can do it. And, and administrators can't discriminate based off the political or the religious content or nature of the club or of their activities. And so with those two two laws firmly in place, praise God, uh, students can share their faith, they can pass out Bibles, they can form clubs, they can host weekly meetings, they can book the gym, the auditorium, uh, and invite the whole school to come out and hear about Jesus on campus during school hours. It's amazing. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And I know you're going to have more stories to share with us of what these students are doing on the ground in their schools. Listeners, here's what I want you to do. Go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160, or you can go to our website, 1160hope.com. There's a banner there where you can become a monthly supporter of Decision Point. And for $46 a month, you can help provide one student with training resources and mentorship they need to reach their campus for Christ. And I think that number one student is so important because if you think about equipping and empowering that one student with $46 a month, the ripple effect of that is going to be unbelievably powerful. I've got a high school student right now. Brian and I talk to you guys about this when you're on the show. We both have high school students. Um, High schoolers are hurting. 
Like, I mean, their souls are in pain right now. And I know that they come across as happy-go-lucky a lot of the time, but the reality is, I think the stats say 1.1 million high school students reported attempting suicide last year. Over 2 million are struggling with major depression and anxiety. We're seeing the statistics and the numbers rise and rise and rise. So what... Decision Point is doing to equip students, really, you're bringing hope and you're bringing life change into the schools all across the country. And that's why I'm so passionate about what you're doing. Again, we'd love to invite you to go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160 or our website, 1160hope.com. Click on that Decision Point banner. Become a partner today. Equip one student today for $46 a month. Mark, um, Obviously, you could be doing a lot of things with your time. You could have any job. You've talked a little bit about how God led you here. But what keeps you going with Decision Point day in and day out? Well, certainly the the need, the opportunity. And, you know, like you're just talking about with equipping, you know, one student leader or hundreds or thousands. I mean, it really is an amazing privilege to get to come alongside what we believe are some of the boldest students in America and train them and equip them to live out what God has already put on their heart. And mm. we meet students who say they, they want to share Christ with their whole school. They just don't know how to do it. Yeah. And when we can find when we can em- equip them with some basic, you know, know-how of what they can do, uh, a, a proven game plan that if they, if they work it with the Lord's blessing at their school can really result in massive uh, impact at their school, uh, to see them go from unsure if God can use me to confident that the Lord has used me to wondering, uh, boy, is it worth it to realize and no, it really is worth it. Um, we really believe that it can make a lasting transformation for them for the rest of their lives. Cause it's like, it's th- that pivotal age of life where you're setting the course for your life, you know? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, like the story I mentioned just a few moments ago, I mean, the, one of the leaders at that school 19 years ago, his name was Danny. And I mean, he, he got to preach to 400 students on campus. Unbelievable. At 17 years old. You wow, know, and he's like, yeah. I had no idea God could use me. Yeah. Like it's amazing. It's amazing. And so I think I'm really feeling called now. He said to go into pastoral ministry He's gone on to plant a church in urban L.A. Oh, come on. That's amazing. A second church in urban L.A. And the impact for his life for years to come, he said, really was shaped uh, in part, not in whole, but in part through the training that we were able mm. to give him. And we think, boy, that's, a, that's something really exciting to be a part of. Uh, certainly the need, as you mentioned, with the brokenness but um, in this generation is, is pretty compelling as well. Oh, I love that. Such a powerful story thinking about that he was ministering to his students and now he's a pastor now. That is so cool. When we come back, I actually do want to pick your brain a little bit because I know Decision Point partners with youth pastors all around and I want to hear more about that when we come back. I'm joined by Mark Hobson of Decision Point and here's what we would love to invite you to do. Go to our website, 1160hope.com. There's a Decision Point banner at the top of the screen. Click on it. You can partner with Decision Point right now uh, with a gift of $46 a month, and that will go to empowering and equipping a student like we just heard about, changing the trajectory of lives of high school students all around the country, changing their future as well, which I think is what Mark just talked about. So, so powerful. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson, and my uh, normal co-host, Brian Fromm, is off for the afternoon. But I am thrilled because I am joined by two friends 
Mark Hobson and Jonathan Cox of Decision Point. We are partnering with Decision Point all month, and I could not be more excited because this is an organization that is empowering and equipping students to share the gospel with their friends. And I personally love evangelism, and I love thinking about the next generation doing evangelism with their peers in a way that's winsome and meaningful and life-changing, and that's what Decision Point is all about. Jonathan and Mark, thanks so much for being here with us today. Hey, great to be here. Glad to be here. Hey, Jonathan, since we haven't gotten to hear from you yet, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your role at Decision Point? Yeah, I'd be glad to do that. Uh, Well, thanks for having us. My name is Jonathan, and uh, I am the Midwest and Illinois director. I've been with Decision Point for about seven years this November, and it has just been amazing to see students sharing their faith and standing for Christ and um, really reaching their generation. So, I'd uh, be happy to tell you more, but uh, I'll stop there. Okay, that is awesome. Okay, so when we went to break, Mark, I, I wanted to have you unpack for our listeners what Decision Point does to equip and empower pastors, because you're not just ministering and putting tools into the hands of students to share the gospel, but you're actually ministering to pastors to help them do that. Can you talk a little bit about that? And then, Jonathan, I'd love to hear from you on the same topic. Yeah, you bet. So, you know, our, our vision is to see a student-led, church-supported campus awakening to the love of Christ at every school in the country. And we just love that combination of student-led and church-supported, because at the, at the ground level, we want to see students equipped to share their faith at their public schools. But we, we don't believe they can do it alone. We don't think they should do it alone. Right. And we don't want to do it on our own either. Right. We want to do this in a way that builds into the ministry of Bible preaching, gospel preaching uh, churches around the country. And so we find that, you know, youth pastors have a lot on their plate. You know, they, uh, they got their teaching responsibilities, their shepherding responsibilities, other duties that the church may throw at them. But they they want to see their students, you know, sharing their faith in a big way on campus. They're often challenging them to do that. And and so we love to connect with youth pastors and say, what if we could put a plan uh, uh, in your students' hands to help them know how to do that uh, and, a, and a bigger vision than they might currently be thinking? And we find mm. youth pastors generally love that idea to help give their students a practical game plan to do the things that they've been telling them to do often for years. And so we do that a couple different ways. We provide just some, some kind of baseline witnessing challenges that any youth pastor anywhere could give to all of their students, whether they're public schooled, homeschooled, private schooled, uh, how they can start praying for five of their friends and invite, you know, pray that God would open doors to share Christ with those friends. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, how they can give God's word out at their local public schools, whether they're on campus as a student at that school or off campus as a student that might go to that school if they were in the public school system, and then how they could lead, you know, an evangelistic outreach movement at their schools. And so youth pastors generally really appreciate that. I I got to visit with a youth pastor in the San Francisco area not too long ago, and he said, you know, your team's been providing me just some really simple training and some tools to do something I've been wanting to do anyway, and that's to equip my top leaders to really be courageous leaders for Christ at their school. Hmm. He said, now I get to take one hour a week and train three students who are leading three different Christian clubs at three different high schools in the San Francisco area. Unbelievable. And it is one of my favorite hours of my week now to invest in these leaders and see them make a difference 
And matter of fact, pray for me this week. I'm going to go preach the gospel at one of their outreaches. Oh, Thanks that's for your awesome. Help. You know, like, that's, uh, man, yeah. Love to see that happen, you know, with youth pastors everywhere mm. to serve them and their mission to raise up the next generation of leaders. Oh, it's so cool. And and Jonathan, speaking of how you're equipping youth pastors to do that with their students, do you have a story that you could tell us? Because I know listeners love to hear like what God is doing, not just the data, but also like a heart change. Do you have a story you could tell us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I uh, had one pastor that we were partnering with in Chicago, and uh, I remember we went to Lincoln Park High School. I don't know if you know it, and uh, we were out there, and he got up during three lunch periods and shared the gospel to about 300 students. Unbelievable. And uh, I just remember him coming back from that, and he's like, I had no idea I could even do that. Mm. And, um, I mean, just countless students in there that were just changed. I mean, one student was a Jewish student who said, you know, I, I had never heard about what Jesus had done and the prophecies about him, and wow. I, I believe he's the Messiah. Can I convert even if my parents don't? Wow. Um, you know, another student who's an agnostic atheist who's like, I have no reason to live, and this gave me a reason. And just, mm. you know, amazing stories of students finding hope in the gospel, and really the pastors are, they're looking for it, and they just don't know the opportunities um, and they don't know how simple it can be a lot of times. And we just get to work with them and direct all the students back to the local church who come to these outreaches so they can become disciples of Christ. Oh, it's so awesome. So listeners, here here's what I want you to do. I want to invite you to go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160, or you can go to our website, 1160hope.com. Click on the banner that says Decision Point, and I would love to invite you to partner with Decision Point today. $46 a month equips and sends a Christian student to share the gospel with their public school uh, this year. School just started a few months ago, so this is the perfect time to do it. And here's what your gift does. Provides a student with personalized coaching and training, equips students with tools and resources they need to reach their campus for Christ, gives Christian teens the opportunity to unite in person. They get all of this training at conferences, retreats, online. And so your partnership will not go to waste. It will actually have an eternal value. And I I think just hearing the, bo- the both of you talk about this, there are so many adults that are afraid to talk about their faith, right? Or or to preach the gospel to their friends. And so the fact that you're equipping the next generation to do that, I think is so compelling and such a cool vision about Decision Point. Again, listeners, go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160. Would love to invite you to equip a student to be empowered to share the gospel today. Mark, um, you know, one of the things that we've talked about before, but I still think it's worth revisiting, especially for people who are just tuning in for the first time. I think there's a sense in the world culturally that students should not be sharing their faith in their schools. And even if they're quote unquote allowed to, that somehow it's not appropriate or it's um, off-putting. How does Decision Point help students to do this in a way that's winsome and, and relationally and emotionally intelligent? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. I mean, we, we believe if we're sharing the faith in a gracious way and the power of the Spirit, I mean, only good things are going to happen, right. you know? And so, yeah, culturally, and even maybe with some stereotypes, uh, there's just a lot of inhibition about that. Maybe there's a lot of negative stereotypes coming from the media about all Christians are just belligerent people with bullhorns that are just, right. you know, I don't know, somehow just turning everybody off and I think, you know, I mean, everybody's witnessing all the time. I mean, think about the messages that are being witnessed to mm. in our schools today. 
sleep around, yep. um, do drugs, yep. uh, question your own identity. Yep. Um, boy, we, we think sharing the hope of salvation, Amen. And freedom from sin, and mm. hope in Christ is like the most loving thing that we can do as people, Absolutely. whether we're adults or, or students or anywhere in between. I think schools is a, a wonderful place for students to do that. It's a place where ideas are being exchanged anyway, whether that's in the locker room or whether that's in the classroom or, you know, at the lunchroom. Students are talking about all sorts of ideas and lifestyles and life decisions. So what better place for young people to share the hope that they've found through Jesus Christ? Amen. And we find that if students, you know, will do that with, with love and with the power of the Spirit, uh, yeah, some students will be turned off, same as some adults will be turned That's off. That's right, yeah. But, but many will be intrigued, and, mm. and most won't be offended, and many will actually come and find eternal life in Christ, and that's what it's all about. So we just encourage students, you have nothing to be afraid of, everything to, uh, to gain. Uh, let's go for it. Oh, it's so, so encouraging to hear it. When we come back, I want to pick your brains about this Meant for More campaign, because you are reaching, I think it's over a million students with an opportunity to hear the gospel with some of the things you're doing online. We're going to talk about that when we return, but here's what I want you to do, listeners. Go to AM 1160, click on that Decision Point banner, and partner with Decision Point today. Your gift of $46 a month will make a difference in the life of a student, bringing them hope, bringing them purpose, bringing them healing, and changing their future and their eternity with the love of Jesus. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson. So glad that you're with us today. My regular co-host, Brian, is enjoying a night off with his son, but I am thrilled to be joined by my friends with Decision Point. That's Mark Hobson and Jonathan Cox. Decision Point, if you're just joining us, is an incredible organization that we're partnering with all month. They are equipping and empowering students here in the Chicago land, but also around the country to share the gospel with their friends. Would love to invite you to go to our website, 1160hope.com. Click on the Decision Point banner, or you can go to decisionpoint.org. Partner with them today with a gift of $46 a month, which will make such a difference in the lives of children. Jonathan, I'm going to put you on the spot here because I heard while we were <laughs> off air that you've got some incredible stories of being a high school student of your own and some of the things that led you to be where you are now. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Oh, thank you so much for letting me share. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember when I was in high school and all the different things that were going on that just, uh, you know, there's such a need for the gospel, and it's really a life or death thing. You know, uh, when I was in high school, my uh, friend Mike uh, was struggling. I had no idea, and I found out one day that he actually had ended his life, mm. and I was just just shaken to the core, yeah. and my friends and I were shaken, and, and we just began to see this incredible need for not just uh, the people in our sphere, but the people at our school, and so we launched a club with the hope that we could share the gospel mm. with our with our school. And God opened the doors, and we were seeing, you know, 80 students every week at 7 a.m. come and wow. hear the gospel, and students were getting saved, and it was just incredible. And then God gave us a vision for uh, the other schools in our area. And I grew up in Minnesota, and so we started helping students at other schools. And in about five years, we helped 76 other clubs launch all around Minnesota and even got into Wisconsin 
Hmm. Um, and so that was all when I was in high school. And I wow. really believe, you know, First uh, Timothy 4, uh, 12, don't let anyone look down on you when you're young, but show yourself to be an example of those who believe. And these students are just stepping up and doing some of the most courageous things um, for the greatest cause, the cause of Christ. So, um, mm. yeah, I'm just so, so excited powerful, to be a part of this. Oh, thank you for thank you for sharing that story. It's so powerful. And I, I would love to hear some more stories right here in the Chicagoland area. Tell us about some students that are following in, you know, your footsteps, what God had you doing, your friend's footsteps. Tell us what's happening in Chicago today through Decision Point. Yeah, well, I, I think immediately of a student named Anna and uh, her friend Jessa. And Anna was just a courageous student at Wheeling High School, and she befriended Jessa, and Jessa, unbeknownst to her, was struggling with so many different things. And, mm. and in fact, she was had multiple suicide attempts, mm. um, intense anxiety. And uh, Jessa shared her story with us later, where she said she had nearly ended her life, almost a successful attempt, and mm. and that was when Anna befriended her. And they began to talk about the gospel, and Jessa's entire life transformed uh, from hopeless to hope, from joyless to joy. And Amen. she has this incredible peace about her now. And, mm. and uh, Jessa actually went on to then go and share the gospel and her testimony about how Jesus saved her life, quite literally, um, to 70 of her peers at Wheeling High School. Oh, come on. Um, and so she's just a bold student now who's really seen that. And you know, I don't know if they shared the stat already, but, you know, pre-COVID, 1.1 million students reported attempting suicide in high school mm. every year. And so mm. this is just literally a life or death, yeah. you know, thing going on. And, and just these students need it. And so, you know, uh, yeah. I, I love hearing about Anna and Jessa. And I think, for, I think for you, listener, I want you to think about the Annas and the Jessas that you know. Perhaps it's one of your own kids. Maybe it's a grandkid. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's a teenager in your church. But um, there is somebody that I believe God is laying on your heart right now that you know. It, one of two things. Either is ready to be equipped with a ministry of decision point to share the gospel with their friends or they're hurting. And I mean, we're not joking when we say right now that teenagers are in pain and they are ready and ripe for the gospel of Jesus Christ, for the hope that Jesus brings. And so I want you to think about that one student that either desperately needs to hear the gospel or is ready to share the gospel and how your gift of $46 a month will be a part of that incredible kingdom impact. Here's how you can give. Go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160 or 1160hope.com. Click on the Decision Point banner and give something today. Jonathan, here's what I'm excited about. I know that you have a vision to expand to new schools here and in the Midwest. Can you talk a little bit about what you feel like God is moving Decision Point towards? Absolutely. Yeah, we are just praying that God would continue to open the door for the gospel in every school in Chicagoland and even beyond. And over the past few years that we've been able to help 40 or more schools, but we're praying that God would open up the doors this year to 75 schools around Chicagoland um, and that we could even expand well beyond that uh, in the distance in other states. And so I've just started reaching out to other ministries, churches, and working together with people in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. Iowa, and uh, over in Ohio and Indiana. And there are so many students that are eager to do it. In fact, there's one named Xavier who launched in Ohio just a couple of years ago. And this one student got 11 
clubs going. Wow. Seven outreaches. And he did this all as a freshman in college and uh, hundreds of students heard the gospel. And I can tell you about Canis who came to faith and had an outreach. And Canis's life was turned around from agnostic to believing in the Lord, got baptized in the local church mm. and following Jesus now and considering ministry school. Mm, so, amazing. Um, pretty amazing. What they're doing. The so. thing that is so compelling to me to hear you say that is to think about the way that the trajectory um, of these students' lives are changed forever, right? Because even now, like you mm-hmm. think about this, the kid you just mentioned, did you say Canaan was his name? Like Canis. Okay, so so like think about his kids, his grandkids, his. I mean, like everything changes now because he has met Jesus, and like his whole life has changed. And I am anyway. I am just so excited about Decision Point. That's why they're here with us. You can go to decisionpoint.org/am1160 to partner today with a gift of $46 a month. We've got a few more minutes, Jonathan. So here's what I do want to ask you, because I know a lot of listeners are wondering, okay, if I partner with Decision Point, I get the vision. I am pumped about it. I want to be a part of making a difference in the life of high school students. Where does the money actually go? Can you unpack that a little bit? Absolutely. And and one thing, even just with the Canis story that you mentioned, is uh, he recognized that it uh, was affecting his future generations. He actually mm. told Xavier later, he's like, this changes the nice future for my kids. Oh, it makes me want to cry. Like my grandkids. Unbelievable. <laughs> know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Really amazing. So it's yeah. cool to hear you say that. Mm. But, um, yeah, the funds really provide, a, you know, to send a student to reach their campus. And that could be anything from the mentorship and coaching we provide to the Bibles. I was chatting with a mom and she's like, you know, a hundred Bibles showed up to our house to be distributed <laughs> to, you know, this outreach. And I said, these Bibles don't just come from anywhere. You know, somebody paid for this. And you know, she was so encouraged to know it was decision points. And so cool. we send them resources, materials, you know, we pay for their Chick-fil-A for their outreach. Or <laughs> uh, you know, we obviously have the administrative costs, but God is really using, you know, so much of the funds to go straight to the schools and, and help send the gospel for it. So, oh, love that. So. Again, you can visit decisionpoint.org slash AM 1160 or 1160hope.com. Give a gift of $46 a month to make a difference in the life of students. And look, I know some of you, you can give more than $46 a month. Like God has equipped you with a passion for evangelism. God has given you a heart for this generation. And maybe you've you've seen the headlines, you hear the cultural pressure, you know what students are going through, and you're worried, you're praying, and you want to know, like, God, what can I do? This is actually the answer to your prayers. You can partner with decisionpoint.org today. Go to 1160hope.com and give a gift that God has placed on your heart to make a difference in the life. Like we were just talking about a difference in the lives of students today is a difference for the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. And what a beautiful thing to think about a new generation of teenagers, um, not just coming to Christ, but like being transformed by Christ and then transforming their schools and then transforming their generation. I mean, this vision is really big and really, really exciting. When we come back, I'm going to talk to Mark Hobson, the president of Decision Point, about their online presence, more of the ministry, and we're going to hear all about what God is doing through Decision Point in the lives of students around the Chicagoland area and the country as well. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson. So glad that you're with us on this Wednesday afternoon. 
Here's what I want to say. There is a spiritual vacuum in America's public schools, and it is impacting the lives and the eternal destinies of over 50 million students. I don't know if you've heard some of the statistics, but 1.1 million high school students reported attempting suicide just last year. Students all throughout the country are searching for hope. We know that's hope that can be found in Jesus Christ. I am thrilled to be joined by Mark Hobson. He's the president of Decision Point, who for over 20 years have been equipping and sending Christian students into the mission field of their public schools to share the love of Jesus with their generation. Mark, thanks so much for being here with us today. Hey, thanks for having us. Mark, for those uh, listeners who may not be familiar with you or with Decision Point, can you give us kind of a general bird's eye view? What is Decision Point? What's this ministry all about? Yeah, we're an evangelistic youth ministry that's committed to proclaiming the gospel to the next generation until every student has heard. One of the main ways we do that uh, is through a campus program that seeks to equip Christian students in public middle schools and high schools around the country uh, to boldly and winsomely share the gospel of Jesus Christ at their public schools. And we found there's no better time to reach young people than while they're still young. Uh, Studies Mm. suggest as many as 85% of people who come to faith in our country do so before the age of 18. Uh, So we believe it's a strategic time to reach people. We also believe it's an incredible time to deploy people. Uh, I think Greg Steer, founder of Dare to Share, said, you know, teens come to faith faster and share their faith more frequently and more boldly than old people. I believe so that. You know, I believe that. <laughs> about this. So we just found it's an amazing thing when you can mm. put uh, a vision, a big vision before Christian students to say, what if God wanted to use you to give your whole school the chance to hear about Jesus? Mm. And then if we can equip them with a game plan, coach them through the process, it's just really beautiful what God does through that. We do all of this in partnership with local churches who want to see their students equipped to take the helm and lead at the forefront of this effort in their public schools. And it's just a, a joy to be a part of it. Oh, I, I love that we get to be a part of it this month as we're partnering with you. Listeners, we'd love to invite you to go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160 or 1160hope.com. Click on the Decision Point banner. Your gift of $46 a month goes to exactly what Mark's talking about, equipping and empowering students to share the love of Jesus with their peers. And Mark, I know you're doing things on the ground in in schools by equipping students with the resources to start Christian clubs and to share the gospel. You also have a really powerful online presence that I heard recently COVID kind of kicked off, believe it or not. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, you know, we were we were getting up for the most unbelievable semester of outreach you've ever seen in spring of 2022 when the world came to a grinding halt, and it was it was pretty tough because I mean some of these outreaches were going to be pretty high impact, and then also really tough to just know like you've shared a lot on the show just how broken and hurting students were mm-hmm. more than ever during the lockdown. Oh yeah, and so uh, finally the Lord shows ways that we can get the gospel out to young people online. Others have been doing this for a long time. Maybe call us online outreach skeptics. Prior to this, mm-hmm. we found that we could record uh, messages from some of the guest speakers that would have been coming into the public schools uh, as guests of Christian clubs to share their faith, and we could you know put ads out for those messages on social media and invite students to come hear those speakers, well, okay, not on campus in their gym, but on our website yeah. to hear about the Lord, and it could be 24-7, and it could be not just 
in one school, but it could literally go around the world. And mm. so we started trying this in September of 2020. Uh, we filmed a friend of ours named William Green, who was one of the number one running backs in the country. Wow. Uh, number one running draft, uh, number one uh, running back out of college into the NFL. Um, and he shares a powerful testimony of uh, finding Christ after losing his mom and dad to AIDS mm. uh, before he turned 13. Uh, feeling like, man, if I can just make it into the NFL, it'll, it'll fix all of this. Mm. I wanted to find that making it into the NFL fixed none of it. <laughs> and he finally wow. bottomed out and then found Christ. And um, so we put his message up online. Uh, p- recorded, you know, 45 second uh, clips from William inviting students all around the world to come back to our website to hear his story. Mm. And then just were blown away at what the Lord has done. We've, we've seen uh, millions of people around the world have now seen uh, this evangelistic content on their smartphones, wow. uh, on social media. Wow. Uh, the, our ads have been clicked on about 7 million times now around the world. Um, and to see the quotes from people uh, on our website as they were watching the stuff has kind of made an online outreach skeptic like me realize mm. God really didn't this. I mean, here's somebody that said, you know, I keep seeing this ad every day, and I think God is trying to say something. Wow. Or someone else who said, I just asked God to speak to me literally five <laughs> minutes ago, and now I see this, mm. you know. Mm. And so we praise God that he can use students on campus. He can use the gospel online to reach the next generation Mm. with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, it's so powerful because isn't it funny? I mean, I I think Brian and I especially, we bemoan social media and all the things that are wrong with it. And then to hear that, you're like, okay, Lord, you're bigger than I am. And so I'm just going to trust that you do what you want to do with your beautiful gospel message. And you want to draw students to yourself. I think that is so, so powerful. I'm talking with my friend Mark Hobson of Decision Point. They are an organization and ministry really committed to evangelistic efforts in Uh, high schools. But what they're doing that's so unique is they're equipping students to minister to their peers. And so this isn't like a random organization showing up on campus. They have relationships with students that they are equipping and empowering to share the gospel and making a difference um, both now and in eternity. I would love to invite you to partner with them because I'm so passionate about who they are and what they're doing. You can go to our website, 1160hope.com, click on the Decision Point banner, give a gift of $46 a month, which will do a lot of what Mark's talking about here, both this online uh, reaching over a million students, but also on the ground in Chicago, equipping students and equipping youth pastors to help their students share the gospel. Mark, we've got uh, just a couple more minutes. I would love to have you share a story. Like, just tell us something God is doing on the ground through Decision Point. You know, it's it's neat to see what God's doing through students as they just boldly share Christ at their schools. You know, I, it's fun to get to travel around and meet students in different uh, parts of the country and hear their, their stories of how God's using them. I got to be in L.A. recently and learned about some middle school students in our program that even all the way back to the shutdown, you know, they started just taking their club meetings on Zoom. And while, you know, everyone is on Zoom fatigue and checking out, these middle schoolers were leading weekly Bible studies on Zoom and had atheist students, agnostic students, had students who come from a family of two moms, mm. you know, coming every week online to hear about Jesus. Amazing. School opened up. They started coming every week on campus, started bringing friends. When it was outreach time, uh, the Lord then really moved. They had an outreach week where the advisor had been praying, like, 
crazy for mm-hmm. God to do something. And it may not seem like huge numbers to us, but 94 students coming to an outreach at a middle school uh, just blew this advisor away. Amen. Our, our staff, he said, you know, I can't thank your team enough for the amazing kingdom work you did. I haven't been able to stop telling people about mm-hmm. it. It was by far the most significant thing I've ever experienced wow. as a teacher. Wow. And it was a tremendous answer to prayer. Wow. And some of these students that I mentioned from all these different types of home backgrounds came that week. We believe many students gave their life to Jesus that week. And mm-hmm. to think, boy, it's all being led by middle school students. When <laughs> so they unbelievable. When checked out during the shutdown. <gasps> yeah. They could be just goofing around. Here they are standing up for Christ mm-hmm. and leading people to Christ at the young age of 12. And unbelievable. And we think that's behind, you know. Ugh. Uh, is so powerful. I think what's so wild is, you know, we, we, we know this. We understand that Gen Z is sort of the first post-Christian generation. And yet hearing these stories, I think you see how, how ripe, how ready they are for the gospel of Jesus. But what you also see is how much God loves his children, right? And that God is after them and God wants them to know his transformation and his power and his love. So I am so excited to continue talking with our friend Mark and others from Decision Point. We'll be back with them when we return. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Coming up this hour, we're joined by our friends from Decision Point who are equipping and empowering students to share the gospel with their peers. You're listening to The Common Good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson. So glad that you are with us on this Wednesday evening. You have tuned in for an incredible show because we are with our friends from Decision Point an organization that Brian and I are really passionate about. Brian's actually not here today, so I get to take over the Decision Point show with my friend Mark Hobson. He's the president of this incredible ministry. Here's what they're doing. They are equipping and empowering students in high school or in high schools to share the gospel with their peers. And these students are able to do Christian clubs. They're able to have events, all kinds of incredible things on the ground in their high schools. And Mark, you know, some of these things you're telling me about, I'm like, are students allowed to do this? But you're saying they are. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, they're absolutely allowed to do this. I mean, the laws are clear that students can share their faith on campus in in a big and bold way. Uh, the First Amendment says they can share their faith freely, whether that's through one-on-one conversations, passing out Bibles, or anywhere in between. The Equal Access guarantees that if one club can meet on, on campus, all clubs can meet on campus. And if one club can do something, all clubs can do it. And they can't discriminate based off the political, the religious nature of the club or of their activities. And so absolutely, uh, totally legal. And it's happening in L.A., 
It's happening here in Chicago. It's happening in San Francisco. Wow. And we're starting to see, well, yeah, if it can happen in those cities, this really can happen. It, indeed, it's beginning to happen around the country. Oh, it's so incredible. Here's what I want you to do, listeners. I want you to go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160, or if you know our website, 1160hope.com, you can go there. Click on the Decision Point banner. What we're asking you is to partner with this incredible ministry that really, again, on the ground, equipping students to share the hope of Jesus Christ with their peers who, I mean, I am telling you, they are so desperate for it and so ready for it. You can be a part of making a difference in a teenager's life and a ripple effect that you you won't even believe as you hear some of these stories. You can give a gift of $46 a month starting today. Again, 1160hope.com. Click on that decision point banner. Mark, one of the things that you've shared with Brian and I when you've been here before is that you all have a powerful um, kind of online toolbox, online ministry with some videos of pretty influential people sharing their story of how Jesus made a difference in their lives. I know we've got some audio that we're going to share with our listeners. Can you kind of set this up for us and then we'll share it with everybody? Yeah, you know, like I shared with you, we're, we're, we've got some really great friends that are coming into public schools as guests of uh, the Christian Club to share the gospel. And one of them you'll hear about in this clip, his name is William Green. Uh, he was ranked the number one running back in the country in high school and in college, was a first-round draft pick, and uh, and then found that, you know, making it to the NFL did not solve all the problems in his life, mm. and, and through some challenges there, finally gave his life to Christ. And we found that, you know, we could record his message and put it online and then put ads like you're going to hear, but, you know, it's actually a video that students are seeing on their phone. So imagine you're 15 years old. Uh, you're in your room, uh, your parents are arguing in the room next door, or maybe you don't even have two parents in your home and you're wondering what is going on in your life. And you come across an ad like this that just, just grabs you. So why don't you go ahead and we'll play it and we'll share a few more comments about it after that. Let's... Is Jesus really better? I searched his world high and I searched it low. I went from the government housing to Atlantic City, New Jersey to living in a multi-million dollar house in Cleveland, Ohio. What I realized is that it never matters what your house looks like on the outside. The only thing that matters is if there's peace on the inside. And that's a peace that can only come from Jesus. He works and he is real. He will give you something this world can never, ever offer. My name's William. I would love to share my story with you and how I finally figured out I was meant for so much more. Come join me and click the link below. Mark, that just hearing that, I am so intrigued. Where can our listeners watch that video themselves or, you know, share it with the teenagers in their lives? Yeah, they can go to decisionpoint.org and they can click the um, online outreach tab uh, and the About Us section and they can watch that one. They can watch more the decisionpoint.org on the About tab. Uh, click online outreach, or they can just go to decisionpoint.org slash online outreach, and I can see that and other videos like that that are circulating not only around the country, but actually around the world. Oh, so powerful. Mark, earlier you and I were talking off air about a new video that you are in the process of producing that I think feels so timely. And I know it's not out there yet, but I want our listeners to know what you're in the process of producing because I want our listeners to understand what their partnership with you is going towards. So crucial. Can you talk about this new video that's coming up? 
Yeah, the, we've got a new video. We filmed it. We're in the process of producing it, and we want to release it before the end of the year. And it's featuring a dynamic speaker named Patty Height uh, that your listeners may be familiar with. She's uh, founder of a ministry called Out of Egypt Ministries. And I was sharing uh, with her one day that we're looking for people who have come to Christ from backgrounds of abuse, mm. uh, gender dysphoria, mm. uh, alternate lifestyles. And yeah. she said, Mark, my life has all of that. Uh, she said, I experienced just significant abuse as a young child that resulted in, in real gender dysphoria. Uh, I lived a lesbian lifestyle for years before Christ got a hold of my life and transformed me from the inside out. I would just be honored to share my story with, you know, your online, through your online uh, outreach platform. And so she came in, uh, shared her story. It's been filmed. Our, our team is hard at work to edit it. And we want to get this released because we know that just there's so many lies totally. out there today totally. uh, with regard to our sexuality and our gender identity. And so we certainly want to get God's truth out there on that. And yeah. We want to do it like Christ commanded us with with truth and with grace in a mm. way that would, by God's grace, save people who Amen. Are, are trapped in lifestyles that are not given them the hope and fulfillment that they were told it, that it would. Mm. And we know that God's heart is, is full of compassion for people of all backgrounds, certainly full of compassion for people in these backgrounds. Absolutely. And, and no different than you and I, that Christ gave his life That's to forgive right. us for all of our sins. And so we're honored that Patty would lend her story and share her story and share a gospel message that's so timely with this issue. So, you know, in all candor, we're praying to, to raise about $30,000 to put this ad out there in circulation. Mm. And from what we're seeing, we believe that if we can put that out there, if, if it doesn't get shut down on social media, right. we're praying, you know, uh, some protection for that. Absolutely. It could be clicked on maybe three quarter of a million times mm. in the near future. And that it could, you know, draw, you know, well over 100,000 students back mm. to our website to watch our whole story uh, where they can read the gospel, where they could chat 24-7 uh, with somebody about whatever's going on in mm. their life. And, and like many others, you know, let us know that they've made a decision for Christ. So if any of your listeners would like to be a part of that, we'd be honored to have uh, them do that. They can designate online outreach uh, with any gift that they make, and we could put it towards this exciting project. I am so thrilled that that you just shared about that project. I'm thinking of several friends and listeners, I'm sure you are too, whose, whose children are going through exactly what you're talking about, some gender dysmorphia, some confusion about their sexual identity. And what some of these moms I know are, are praying is like, when will there be another voice besides culture's voice that says, look, you're loved and you're known, but God has another way for you. And I think that this, I know, I trust Decision Point. And so I know that you guys aren't going to do this in like a judgy, condemning way, but you're going to do it with such love and such passion and such power of the gospel that I, listeners, I would love, again, just invite you to go to a decisionpoint.org, um, designate your gift. Like if this video of God is putting this video on your heart, designate to that online. Tell me the term again, online outreach, online outreach. Online outreach. Okay. And if you just want to be an ongoing partner with Decision Point, all the incredible things that they're doing in the lives of students around the country. You can go to 1160hope.com or decisionpoint.org and give a gift today. We are so excited to be joined by Mark Hobson. We have some other friends from Decision Point that are joining us. When we return, we're going to continue talking about what God is doing all around the world 
in the lives of students through Decision Point. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson. So glad that you're with us today. My co-host, Brian, is out for the evening. But I am joined by some of my incredible friends from Decision Point, a ministry that we are partnering with all month that is really on the ground, equipping and empowering students to share the gospel in their schools. And if you've missed any of our conversation with Decision Point, I'd love to invite you to go back and catch up on our podcast, wherever it is you cast those pods of yours. And would also love to invite you to engage with us on social media. We are at Common Good Talk on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, Mark Hobson, who's the president of Decision Point, has been with us. We are now also joined by Cassandra Cox. You may recognize that last name because her husband, Jonathan, was with us earlier today. Cassandra, thanks so much for being here with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So, Cassandra, I heard I heard a little rumor from uh, our mutual friend, Mark, of Decision Point, that you came to Christ as a high school student because a peer shared the gospel with you. Can you talk to us a little bit about your own conversion story and how that gave you a passion for Decision Point? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't grow up in the church. And, you know, I remember just going through a really hard time in high school. You know, I would just I was just like a pothead, you know, and just like, I don't know, I was like seeking hope in like so many of the wrong places, mm. guys, like everything, you know, I came from a really broken home. Um, my parents went through a really nasty divorce. Um, and when we moved to, when we moved to Elgin and it was a new school, it was really hard. Um, and I think a lot of people noticed that And my senior year, probably like two months before graduating, someone literally reached out and was like, hey, you should come to my church you know, and wow. started sharing the gospel. And it took like four or five times for me to finally be like, fine, I'll come to your church, you know. Um, <laughs> and, and I just realized, like, after getting saved, like, wow, like, that was so powerful. She had so much courage mm. you know, to just reach out to me and had a desire to see students that were lost come to know the Lord. Wow. Um, and when I was introduced to the decision point, you know, I was studying to become a teacher and I heard all about the resources they that they had even for teachers too um and I was like wow this is incredible like it really resonated with me because I knew like how powerful it was for me to just hear that from my peers um yeah so yeah I knew right away I wanted to you know join and volunteer and now I'm working as staff so. oh I love that that is that's so incredible and um, Cassandra, for our listeners who are just joining in, can you give us kind of the heart of Decision Point? Who are you? What do you do? We know some of it already you've talked about uh, empowering students to share the gospel with their peers, but would just love to hear from your perspective, um, what makes the heartbeat of Decision Point really, really beat powerfully? Yeah, I think it's the gospel. You yeah. Know, we have such a, like... We understand the gospel as believers, and we know how powerful it is. And we see this generation and this, you know, even the next generation, we know that there's such a need for the gospel to be shared. And I really believe that's that's our heart. You know, we we don't want to just add to anything. You know, Mm. we just want it to be simply the gospel, and we just want to empower students to know that. You know, I'm currently coaching a student in the same high school that I graduated oh, come from, on. amazing. Um, and at the time, I didn't even know there was a Christian club when I was there, but now I'm helping her 
lead uh, her Christian club. And it's like just reminding her over and over again, like you are a campus missionary, Mm. you know, and she just needs that reminder, that gentle reminder. And, you know, every single time we meet, she's always like, wow, like this week she told me, you know, I got to stop believing the lie that I am not a leader, you know, that is a lie. I am a leader, you know, and I just get to come alongside her and just give her those leadership skills to share her faith and the gospel with her peers. Oh, I love that. You know, Cassandra, I'm hearing that from a parent's perspective. I've got uh, two teenagers, one who's a little bit younger, but I'm sitting here thinking about how I think every parent of teenagers would love to have someone like you, someone who's been equipped by Decision Point to pour into their teenagers and remind them like, yes, you're a leader. Yes, you're a missionary. Jesus loves you. Jesus has purposed, you know, something for you and you have everything you need to share the gospel with your friends. So I, from a parent's perspective, I'm so moved by what Decision Point is doing. And that's why listeners, we want to invite you in to partner with this incredible ministry. Here's what I want you to do. Go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160 or 1160hope.com. And there's a Decision Point banner at the top of the screen. I was actually just there a minute ago. You can click on it and partner with Decision Point today. Your gift of $46 a month. Here's what it does. It provides students with personalized coaching and training. That's what Cassandra is just talking about. Like these are actual coaches pouring into the lives of teenagers. It equips students with the tools and resources they need to reach their campus for Christ. It gives teens the opportunity to unite in person and online at training conferences, retreats, online cohorts, and more. So again, go to 1160hope.com slash decision point and give a gift today. Cassandra, while I've got you, can I pick your brain a little bit more about stories? Because our listeners love to hear what God is doing in schools in the Chicagoland area. You just told us a powerful one, but can you tell us a couple more? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, right now we kind of started our school year and what great way to um, to start um, by then by giving them an opportunity to pray for their peers. So we did the pray, uh, pray five challenge with our students and we had 11 club members actually take on that challenge every week for the last month. They've been praying for their five people each week. So in total, they're praying for 55 students after school to come to know the Lord. Mm. Um, and that's just been so exciting, exciting because you can just see how it fires them up. Um, and right now we're doing training on like, okay, well, now that we're praying, we're going to share the gospel and this is how we do it. So, yeah, and it's, it's really, really exciting. Oh, that's so exciting. And um, for our listeners who are just kind of tuning in, hearing us talk about Decision Point, Decision Point, equipping students... Give us, Cassandra, especially for those listeners who may not understand the cultural landscape of high school right now, why is this need so, I mean, we all know the gospel is important, but why is the gospel so important for teenagers at this moment in time? Yeah, I think it's because they're simply trying to find answers right now. They're, they want to find answers and they're seeking, you know, and they're looking to their culture, they're looking to their peers. You know, we have students even at our club that there's tension with their parents because they're attending the club and their parents don't want them to go. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, So we see it and they need answers. And that's why it's so important for us to share the gospel and share the truth Mm. because these students are literally just trying to find their identity in so many things. 
I, you know, I, you know, hearing you say that again, I know I keep saying I have a teenage son, but I am. I'm watching him and I'm watching his peers as all teenagers do just search for their identity. Like, I'm going to try this on. I'm going to try this on. I'm going to try this on. And ultimately what we all know, because adults now all have little inner teenagers inside of us. We all know what they're longing for is belonging acceptance, to be known, to grow, to experience something powerful and meaningful in their lives. And those of us who follow Jesus know that the the real answer to the longings of their heart is the hope of Jesus Christ. And so the fact that Decision Point is really passionate about the gospel and giving students everything they need to share the gospel with their peers, I think makes this such a unique and powerful, powerful ministry. Again, listeners, we want to invite you to go to 1160hope.com. Click on that Decision Point banner. You can partner with Decision Point today. A gift of $46 a month will make a difference, not just in the life of one student, but in the lives of all of the students that they minister to. And then something that we've been talking about on the show, I think I talked about this with your husband, Cassandra, earlier, is that 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 is like trajectory changing, right? That's game changing for a student who, and you can speak to this because you didn't grow up in a Christian home. A student who doesn't know Jesus suddenly knows Jesus. Everything changes. Can you talk to our listeners about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I remember when I first got saved and I literally had to like throw out my my wardrobe because I was super into like music and like when I realized like wait no like God is my everything now Mm. I just took that on myself and was like okay like everything has to change I had to get new friends I had to like completely take myself out of the environments that I was in and I started going to church you know and I actually led my sisters to the Lord too like come on praying for my parents but like, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, that radical change was noticed by my sisters, and they were like, okay, like, something's different about Cassandra, um, and that's, that's what I want even students that grew up in the church to know, like, you know, you need to stand out, you know, we're called yeah. to be holy, to be set apart, right. and that needs to be, you know, noticeable, even at a public high school, Ugh. and I know it's tough, I know it's mm. really tough, you know? Oh, um, yeah, but I, so, so, so important for them to hear that. Go ahead, Cassandra. I actually, a student that I'm currently coaching, she actually, like, decided I want to go to public school, and she was homeschooled all the way through, and the other student that I have, same thing, she was at a private school, and she felt that calling in her heart, God is calling me to go be with my peers mm. at a public school. Okay, I, I love share. that. Keep going, keep going. Sorry, I keep interrupting yeah, you. I just yeah. love this, Cassandra, because yeah, th- so they feel great. compelled you know? to share the gospel in the public schools. Exactly. So it's been interesting, you know, like, especially with coming out of a homeschool and Christian private school, like they've had to like, kind of get a culture shock at their schools. But they've been so awesome, because at the end of the day, their goal is to just, you know, love the Lord and just share that with people, you know, and it's Mm. been amazing to get to even see them grow and be challenged and also just lead so well at their school. Unbelievable. So incredible. We're talking with Cassandra Cox of Decision Point. You can go to 1160hope.com right now. Click on that Decision Point banner. You can partner with Decision Point in the incredible work that they're doing in the lives of teenagers all around the Chicagoland area, all around the country as well. Cassandra and other friends from Decision Point will be back with us. When we return, we're going to talk more about what God is doing through teenagers all around the area. You're listening to The Common Good. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson. So glad that you're with us today. My regular co-host, Brian Fromm, is out for the evening. But I am joined by my friends at Decision Point. And I am so excited to share with you about this incredible ministry. They are passionate about evangelism, but what's so unique about Decision Point is they are on the ground equipping, pouring into the lives of students, of teenagers, to empower them to share the gospel with their friends. And here's what I want you to know. If you're not aware of the landscape right now for teenagers, it's pretty dire. 1.1 million high school students reported attempting suicide last year. Over 2 million struggle with severe and major depression. Many, as we know, are, are searching for fulfillment through drugs, alcohol, sexuality, and all kinds of, of heavy, dark things in search of hope that we know can be found in Jesus Christ. But here's the thing. Decision Point really is bringing that hope to students all around the Chicagoland area and all around the country and actually all around the world as well. It is such an incredible organization. I'm joined right now by Cassandra Cox, who is one of the coaches. She partners with Decision Point, and I am so excited to hear more from her about what God is doing. Cassandra, thanks so much for sticking around with us. Yeah, thanks so much for allowing me to share. So for our listeners, Cassandra, who are just uh, maybe jumping on right now or they're catching up on the podcast, can you remind us who is Decision Point and what do you do? Yeah, so we want to reach uh, this generation with the gospel, and we equip students to do that at their local public schools. Um, And yeah, like, we really just want to see this generation come to know the Lord. Mm, I love that vision so much. And, you know, Cassandra, hearing you say that, I know that there's a lot of, uh, it feels like anyway, there's a lot of pushback around, you know, the country, especially to Christianity or the gospel message. But I think there's a narrative that that's especially true in high schoolers. Tell me what you're hearing from the school. So like teachers, administrators, what are you hearing about the efforts of Decision Point? Yeah, you know, um, I think, unfortunately, there's been pushback by administration. Sure. Um, in my area, I know it's been hard. As I mentioned before, we've had pushback even from parents that don't want yeah. their students to attend the Christian club. So that's been really um, interesting. Um, but ultimately, like, you know, when there is pushback, we know that God is moving and that's doing right. something. Um, and it's, you know, from the teacher's perspective that are helping with these clubs, um, and like the Christian staff at schools, they're so excited that this is happening. Yeah. Um, you know, they're so excited that this is even like allowed and legal. And it's like, no, it is, you know, like it's all student led. Mm. Um, we're just equipping the students to do it. Um, so, yeah, like there's a lot of excitement, you know, we're partnering up with churches. We've been able to connect with like just local churches and bringing in youth pastors to the club and they're allowed to share. Um, it's been amazing just to see even uniting the community to reach the schools that are, are in their city. Oh, I love that. I love that vision so much. And Cassandra, one of the one of the terms we've been throwing around over the past couple of hours is a Christian club. And I know that that's one thing that you're empowering students to do, but tell me what that actually looks like. What does it look like for a student to host a Christian club or have some of these events? Like give us kind of the nitty gritty uh, picture of the life of a student who's being empowered through Decision Point. Yeah. So, you know, it all starts off by first, you need a teacher sponsor at the school. That's the only way that we could uh, start a club. 
And then the student, um, you know, if they already have an established club, they just plan out their week. Um, we meet with them on a weekly basis. Um, and usually that's in person and we get together and we just talk about like, okay, like what can we do to serve you? And we already have some uh, club content that we can give to them. Sometimes these students are really busy and just thinking yeah. about putting on another thing on their load is intimidating. So mm. we have club content that they can just go and run with from the beginning of the school year to the end of the school year. Um, and then, yeah, like they usually have their club before or after school. And it's usually around 30 minutes to an hour long. And they just take on that responsibility to lead it. Oh, so cool. Time. And Cassandra, you were telling us before about a student that you've been coaching who's a student leader in her school. I, you know, I know I personally love hearing stories. Like what, tell us about some of these coaching relationships you have, or maybe just a, a student who's faithfully sharing the gospel. Tell us what God is doing through that student. Yeah, so the student um, that I shared earlier, she actually took on um, this whole idea of, like, we, we have uh, the Life Book Challenge, and that's when we give, I don't know if you're familiar with the Life Book, it's usually the Book of John or Mark. She gave that to a student last year, and he read it, and he actually started to come to her church. Come on. And then he got saved. Come and, on. Like, He's still currently coming to the club, and it's amazing just to see, mm-hmm. like, how this is actually radically changing his life. Wow. Um, just because of a simple life book, you know. Wow. And obviously the Lord. Um, but, yeah, so that's amazing just to get to see her being able to make an impact right now. Oh, I just love that. And I know that some of you listeners, you've been praying about, you know, what can what can I do today with the finances that God has given me or with this passion I have for evangelism or just the the concern that I have for students in our country right now. God, what do you want me to do? And you've been praying about that and you've tuned in today and I'm telling you one of the things that you can do like God is saying, this is what you can do. This is what you can do. You can go to 1160hope.com, click on the decision point banner, partner with this incredible ministry that truly is empowering and equipping students to share the gospel with their friends. They are bringing radical life change and hope, the love of Jesus to teenagers all around the country. Again, 1160hope.com. Click on that decision point banner. Give a gift of $46 a month to partner with them today. But here's what I also want to say. I know that some of you, you are just like generous people by nature. God has made you generous. God has given you the resources that are supernatural. They're from him. And you, some of you can give more than $46 a month. And God has just put it on your heart to do that simply because you're a generous person. You love Jesus. And so for you specifically, if you've been praying about what's next, what can I give my resources to? What can I pour out of um, what God has given me into something else? There is I think no greater mission than pouring into the next generation. And that's what Decision Point is doing. Again, we want to invite you to go to decisionpoint.org slash AM1160 or our website, 1160hope.com. Click on that Decision Point banner. Equip and empower a student today with the life-changing, transformational love of Jesus Christ. Cassandra, we've got you for a few more minutes. And so I... I would love to hear, I know you, you talked earlier about how Jesus came into your life, but what makes you passionate about this ministry? Like, what gives you the strength to, to continue doing it day in and day out? Yeah, I just, so I actually have my bachelor's in elementary education. So I just, I love students. I, I really enjoy pouring out to this uh, generation, this youth. 
because they're the future leaders, you know, yeah. like they are still trying to figure things out, you know, Christian or not Christian, like they're trying to make sense of the world and just being able to, um, you know, live out my life and just pour out to them. And just, if I can just make a difference in their own life, like it's just, that's literally what just keeps me here and keeps me, um, you know, with so much energy. And mm. I'm just, I'm just so um, awesome. Like I, I feel awesome and so blessed that, um, I was able to have someone speak to me when I was young yeah. you know, and it's, it's amazing. And I'm just like, well, all I can do is just, you know, give it back, like give it back because I know that that student can have the same opportunity to share the love of the Lord mm. with someone else that maybe had similar, you know, experiences like I did when I was in high school. Oh, I love that. And what's so interesting is we know we're living in a post-Christian culture right now. This is the first generation of teenagers that are like uh, officially post-Christian. And yet Brian and I have been doing a lot of research, reading data, saying that this generation is also the most spiritually open. Like they are willing to have spiritual conversations. They're willing to hear about things of faith. They're really willing to be moved by this idea of God or something outside of themselves. And so I do think this is like a one of those moments in time where God has just aligned things so perfectly. Things are devastatingly difficult for teenagers right now. The voices that are trying to disciple them and claim them and own them are loud voices. And yet at the same time, we know that our God is a big God and that he loves these teenagers and that ultimately his voice is the loudest voice. And what I love about Decision Point is that you are empowering students not to be these like loud, screamy voices, but to love their peers relationally, like just a natural outflow of who they are and their love of Jesus to share that with students who are so ready and ripe for the gospel. And it, this feels like one of those for such a time as this ministries. And that's why I'm so excited that we're partnering with you all this month. Again, listeners, I want to say it one more time. Go to 1160hope.com. Click on the Decision Point banner. Your gift of $46 a month will really make, I mean, I mean it. This is going to make a difference, a game-changing difference in the life of a student and not just their life, but think about the ripple effect, their children, their grandchildren, like generations will be changed for the gospel because of your gift today. We'll be back with our friends from Decision Point when we return. You're listening to AM 1160, hope for your life. AM 1160. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson. So glad that you're with us today. My co-host Brian is out in this kind of windy, dark weather at a baseball game. So we'll see how uh, he fares out there. But I am joined by some of my great friends, Decision Point. Mark Hobson is with me. He's the president. Decision Point is an incredible organization that is equipping and empowering students to see themselves as missionaries in their school They equip students with personalized coaching, the support of a community, and a vision for changing their schools. And students all around the Chicagoland area and around the country are making a tremendous impact for their gospel, for the gospel in their students. Mark, so glad that you're with us for these last few minutes. Thanks for being here with us today, and thanks for your time all afternoon. Hey, thanks. It's been fun to be with you. Okay, Mark, so here's what we like to do kind of at the end of every show is just open it up so that people can hear your heart. Let me set the stage for you. Again, we're talking with Decision Point, and what I want you to do, listeners, is go to our website or their website. You can go to decisionpoint.org 
or you can go to 1160hope.com and click on the Decision Point banner. What we're asking you to do is to partner with Decision Point in some incredible ways this month so that they can continue their mission of reaching every teenager with the gospel of Jesus. But Mark, you've got some things I know you're passionate about, so I want to give you a chance to open the floor to you. Tell us what you want our people to hear. Well, we believe it's, now's the time. I mean, mm. it's not getting any lighter in our country. That's right. And at the next generation, we know teenage years in general are a time of decisions, and all the more our society is putting decisions on young people that are life-changing, but they don't have God's truth to guide them. And yeah. so they're just left building their lives on sinking sand. And we believe that just so many horrific trends are going on in our country. We look around, we see atheism is on the rise. We see alternate lifestyles are on the rise. Mm-hmm. We see addictions and suicide are skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. And yet, even in this cultural moment where all of this is taking place, we have millions of students in our country that have still never even heard the good news of Christ who can set them free. Wow. And so that's why Decision Point exists. That's why people... A partner with us. And by the way, thanks to all your listeners who have been partnering with us or began partnering with us. You're generous. Your listeners have been so generous to this mission. Uh, and our mission, we want to proclaim the gospel to the next generation until every student has heard. We believe that it's just an important time in our country with all the cultural forces right. that are out to destroy the next generation. Mm. We want to do all that we can to save them. But we it's only going to happen if we can share with them the gospel That's message right. that The God who created the the heavens and the earth, who created them, uh, knows them by name, uh, but that they, just like us, have sinned and disobeyed God, and because of that, deserve death and God's punishment. But we praise God that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for their sin and rise again so that any student, you, me, or a a 15-year-old right here in Chicago, if we call out on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, can be saved and forgiven of all of our sins. So we want to get that message out to the next generation while they're at this critical time of Mm. making huge decisions for their life and believe that when we can do that, we will see, uh, we don't know what God will do on a macro level, but we know individual lives will be changed for eternity. And we're praying that God would bring an awakening Mm. to the next generation in our time. So we have a huge sense of urgency for this. It's great that you can have our Illinois state director on, John Cox, who wants to launch 25 new schools right here in Chicago this year. But it takes funds to do that. It takes funds to hire more staff, to uh, put more training materials out there, more Bibles out there that students can give it on yeah. campus and help students with everything they need while they're out on the front lines uh, to succeed. And so we're inviting any of your listeners, whether they would like to support one student leader at $46 a month or help launch several campuses with thousands mm. uh, of dollar gifts or whatever the Lord may put on their heart uh, to join us in that. And like we shared earlier, we also are working hard to get the gospel to the next generation online. I shared earlier uh, with you and your listeners about a, a video that we're producing featuring a young lady named Patty Height who came to Christ from a background of abuse and gender dysphoria and living a lesbian lifestyle and came to Christ and has found just total transformation in Christ. And we want to get her video out there for millions of people around the country and around the world to see But we do need resources to finish the production on that and to get it pushed out on social media so young people who are maybe struggling with those very issues could find the hope and forgiveness uh, that Christ can bring to them as well. So we really appreciate you, Aubrey. Appreciate you having us on your show today. 
it's just been a joy to be here with you, and we're looking forward to coming back again next week. Oh, we're so glad we get to have you next week. And listeners, if you've missed any of today's show, I want to invite you to go back and catch up on our podcast, wherever it is you stream your podcast, because Mark mentioned we talked with Jonathan Cox. We talked with his wife, Cassandra Cox. We've been talking about this incredible mission and vision that God has given the good folks at Decision Point, and we don't want you to miss any of it. We don't want you to miss any of the story, so we would love to invite you to go back and do that. And like Mark said, look, this is an incredible opportunity to share the gospel with students who have, I mean, this is what's wild to me, Mark, is there are, what did you say, uh, a million students who've never heard the gospel before? Or is it more than that? Well, from our research, we would estimate 8 to 10 million high school students in okay, America so have I, never I was, even heard John I underestimated that when I said a million. Yeah. 8 to 10 million who've never heard John 3.16. And I think for many of us, we don't even, you know, we think John 3.16 like it's people's garage code. You know what I mean? Like we don't even think about how powerful it is that uh, there are students right now who through the ministry of Decision Point will for the first time hear the beautiful message that one, God loves them and God loves them so much that he gave his only son for them so that they can have eternal life and they can experience his presence and his power and transformation. And some of the things you're talking about, Mark, I mean, it's real, the things that our teenagers are uh, being, they're being discipled by by the world and by dark powers and by some heavy, heavy stuff, brokenness and, and sin and shame. And yet all of us who follow Jesus know that there's freedom and there's hope and there's totally new life and transformation for them in Jesus. And so listeners, if you're passionate about that, and I know you are, I want to invite you to go to our website, 1160hope.com, click on that Decision Point banner, or go to decisionpoint.org, research all of the resources that they have out there, all of the different ways that you can partner with them to equip students to share the love of Jesus with their fellow peers at schools all over the Chicagoland area, all over the the country as well. Mark, it has been so fantastic uh, for you to be here with us today. Cannot wait to have you back next week and to hear more about what God is doing through Decision Point all around the country. Um, Mark, with just another minute or so that we have left, I just want to say thank you so much for being here with us today. And where can our listeners find out more about Decision Point? Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, DecisionPoint.org. You can find us online at DecisionPoint.org. You can check out what's going on on campus on there. You can check out what's going on online on there. Uh, You can find ways to pray to get involved, whether you're a pastor, a teacher, a parent, a student. A potential supporter anywhere in between decisionpoint.org. Thanks for having us, Aubrey. Uh, thanks for being here. You've been listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.